listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. All right. Welcome to the fifth. Uh, I don't know why. I, I never do this intro. So welcome to the TLCFB. I called it the 15 for 50 for so long. Now with the TLCFB. I am Caleb Derlin. You can find me on Twitter at CDerlin53. I'm Tyler Savatinaya. You can find me at underscore Suavage underscore. No Landon today, and that is why you're hearing me enter this, uh, I think, for the first time ever. I don't think I've nope, ever. No, we did it the, the one time, the other time Landon Oh, did gone. we? Um, I don't know if that went out. I think I, I biffed that one. No, I put it out. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Tyler's got us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find Landon at, uh, I believe it's Lando. It's Fields, Fields underscore, underscore Lando on Twitter. And um, you can follow the show at TLCFP. We do some live game tweeting and whatnot there, but we've got some interesting news uh, developing as we go into the weekend. Mainly by the, he goes, this guy goes by the name of OBJ. Or also Odell Beckham Jr. We'll just call him Odell because he doesn't deserve to be called by anything else. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve a nickname of, of three letters. We can just call him by his government. Yes. <laughs> but there's a there's a situation forming there. Everybody's definitely heard of. Um, he's he's no longer wanted in in Browns land in old Cleveland. And I I mean. From the start of this season, on this podcast at least, we've mentioned very many times that Cleveland shouldn't want him, and now they don't. I've mentioned that for the last couple yeah. of years. I mean, I since mean, we've he been went talking there, about, I was okay for, for with him being there in like the first year, but after yeah. everything that happened with Freddie Kitchens, I was kind of on edge about OBJ, yep. and it's just been downhill from there. And then stats to back it up you know, when he's in the game, yeah, they just know, play worse. Ev- everybody's um, everybody on on so Twitter. Facebook are like, oh my gosh, OBJ is so good. Baker just sucks. They need yeah. to get rid of him. And it's like, okay, I'll agree that Baker hasn't been the best. Baker definitely hasn't been the best. I don't know if he's also been put in the best situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously he had he had a uh, Hugh as, as his first head coach. Yeah. Ended the season without him uh, by before the end of his his rookie year. Then he went through another head coach of Freddie Kitchens, which in my mind is probably one of the worst NFL head coaches. That was terrible. That was a history. horrible experiment. And then he gets St- uh, Stefanski, Kevin Stefanski. Mm-hmm. So he goes through three offensive coordinators in three years. He's now on the first year of his career where he has not changed regimes. Yeah, He looks, outside of the injury, Pretty decent, I would say. Mm-hmm. Now, the the Browns do have a winning record when OBJ is not on the field yep. and a losing record when he is on the field. And they're, they're in their second year of the Stefanski uh, crew, and no no new head coach is coming into a team and saying, all right, OBJ, you're not playing. Yeah. No, nobody's saying that. But it only took Stefanski halfway through his second season to be like, nah. That's it. You're not doing this. That's it. And I, I think there's a lot of sentiment behind that. I mean, you, you look at a guy like Baker who – Everybody has undoubtedly said that he has struggled, and I would, I would, I would say that he struggled. He obviously mm-hmm. hasn't put up to the number one pick performance. Not a lot of QBs have. Yeah. Um, and granted, he's played a, a lot better than a lot of number one picks overall. I mean, look at Jared Goff this week. <laughs> look at, Holy cow! Look at Jamarcus Russell. 
There you go. I mean, there's a, there's a handful of guys. There's a handful of guys that you could pick out and say, ah, these guys definitely didn't work, and Baker's better. Now, that's not to say that that he's been great, but uh, he has looked much better as we have stated without OBJ. And I, there are the stats to prove it. The win loss, obviously, that's a team yep. record, not a QB stat. But he has nearly a twenty. He has an eighteen percent higher pass completion rate when OBJ is off the field. Eighty-six percent to sixty-eight percent. It's it's been a long time coming for this, and I think that the bad head coaches in Cleveland and them just having a one year and they're gone. I think that has prolonged what we're seeing now. I think this sure. hap- this happens probably two seasons ago. If Jackson becomes uh, uh, or Hugh Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson Hugh Jackson I want to make sure there. Uh, if Hugh Jackson. Uh, sticks around for two to three years, I think we see this boiling over a lot sooner. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and like, there's one sentiment to put out there. If you look at Baker and and say that, okay, you're struggling, what can help a struggling quarterback? A good receiver, right? We look yep. at, uh, we look at um, Stephon Diggs going over into Buffalo. Yep. And just trans- helping transform Josh Allen from throwing what tw- nearly twenty picks in one. I think it was seventeen picks in one year, and then it was a, he has he a was deemed Mahomes. a very inaccurate quarterback uh, before Stephon Diggs. It, he he wasn't just deemed. He looked it. His statistics yep. said it. He was very inaccurate. He was very poor with with the accuracy of his arm, even though he had a great arm uh strength and and so he goes over there and helps that so you're gonna sit here and tell me that a good wide receiver isn't gonna help baker by getting wide open by catching the balls that are thrown to him by helping get other receivers open i mean stefan even against kansas city didn't have a good Mm -hmm. night he got locked down but what happened to everybody else because everybody was concentrating on stefan Diggs. dawson Dawson knox Knox got open dawson knox went crazy sanders got open like gabriel davis got open Everybody got open. Yep. You could have put Josh Allen at receiver at that game, and he would have been open. That's true. Because everybody was going to focus on Stephon Diggs. So we why tackle is that, him anyways? So. Is, you're going to sit here and tell me that that Baker doesn't want to throw to Odell just because Odell is good? Definitely that, not. That's not the case. The, um, look at his routes. His routes are awful. Baker. I, I feel like Baker gets a bad rap for being like a, and I think it just comes with the the Browns quarterback situation. For sure. I think he gets a bad rap uh, for being like kind of a selfish type player just because he had some confidence in, in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, he came from Oklahoma, which also gets some negative connotations with it sometimes. Um, I went into to the Browns uh, right after Johnny Manziel. So there was already some stigma there around that stuff. So I think Baker Mayfield is a pretty damn good team player. If you ask me, I would say so. there's a reason why he was able to walk on to Oklahoma uh and then get a, get a scholarship and be able to start over a guy who just beat Alabama in the cotton bowl. I mean, if this, if this guy's pride was too big for him to, to, overcome it then I, I mean he wouldn't be in the NFL he, still it, he, he, he wouldn't be in the issues. NFL at all because he, he wouldn't have walked on at OU he would have went and played for some it, small school exactly and been a star exactly and so I mean obviously there's ego there of wanting to be good but that's also what you want out of a player you want a competitor and, and so team. you know you look at some of these stats we talked about you know Baker Mayfield stats well let's look at OBJ's stats he's uh, put out in an article by Yahoo last year I covered it here I've put it out on Twitter before OBJ was ranked a top 10 NFL worst drop percentage in NFL history. Not That's not new news. Great. That's not new news. Not new news. 
and that has to correlate. And I don't think it's changed because what somebody <laughs> could say is, well, okay, OBJ only has a fifty percent catch rate in in. Uh, in Cleveland. And and I would say, okay, you know, that's probably got to be a little bit due to the quarterback not getting him the ball. You look at some of these plays, obviously Odell's dad put put the video out there of his son running wide open and, and, and Baker not throwing him the ball. But as we've seen with Kansas City this year, if you start moving around the pocket because the pocket's collapsing or you're not trusting the pocket, then you can't hit the open receiver. There's a lot of, there's a yeah. lot of different things that happen in that area. And so then you look at, okay, OBJ's catch rate is only 50%. That's not really good that's not what I want to hear from a star receiver if that's mm-hmm. what a lot of people want to call him and they do and so you look back and you say okay well maybe the quarterback play isn't that good that's fine that's fair assessment I would say that maybe the quarterback's not getting him the ball in the right positions and he has to catch a lot of one-handers so then why is he also top 10 in NFL history for worst drop percentage yeah you got to catch the ball when the opportunity is given to you. We can't just pick and choose stats. We've got to throw all of them in there together. And so it, it comes out to a boiling point where we're at right now, where Odell has been asked to not practice with the Browns. And what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think this has been, uh, like I said, coming for a while. Um, obviously, his his stats, uh, as we dive deep into them, they do not look good at all. Uh, pro, some of the worst in the league, honestly, from somebody who plays a significant significant amount of snaps when he's actually on the field uh yes <laughs> when he actually gets on the field uh he's injury prone i'm sure uh that wasn't good for his ego Definitely uh not. being out um seems like a guy that would not be great in the locker room uh i i mean i'm not in that huddle but i'm sure that he's going back to the huddle yelling at at baker I mean, we've or whoever seen it. we've definitely seen it so there, there's definitely some issues there with Odell just being way his ego being way too big for him um, him to overcome right and he's just he he hasn't backed it up since his rookie year now we did our deadline transfer show uh, or, or yeah our deadline trade show just a few days soccer ago terms. I went to soccer terms transfer <laughs> window um, and and he obviously didn't get traded. Nobody wanted to pick him up. Now, there were only there were 19 of 32 teams that were not eligible to trade for OBJ unless they were going to give over um, somebody else on a contract situation that mm-hmm. would have made room. And that that just yeah. wasn't going to fly because OBJ I mean, isn't going to be worth. Well, he, he's not worth the Dan Brown tight end trade well, from well, the Jets. And it's not even like trading. It's uh, doing a re-sign and a, or a contract and, yep. and making some room. But I, I just don't think OBJ was worth to any teams in the NFL no. to make those moves and make cap room. Well, so there was, there was already 19 teams that were not eligible to make that trade. Yeah, and of those 19 teams, how many could have made so that room means, that means 13 within the roster? That's 13 teams that could have done it uh, with cap space alone. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to think, okay, probably that, that's, that probably encounters the, the Jets, I would assume, that also probably would bring in the Giants. I don't know everybody's cap space, but you know, kind of these bad teams. You've got Jacksonville, the Jets. You've got the New York Giants. Um, you got to I mean, think Seattle of Seattle like, could probably have brought him in. You um, got to think of like the nineteen teams out there that at least like a third of them could have made uh, a one or two transaction, like uh, like an extension or given them a, a lower. Yeah, they could have restructured I, or or made the I trade. I think there's like cut. at least a third of those guys that could have done that. So I bet there's probably. 
So you mean to so you mean to tell me that there was an opportunity teams. for somebody to go ahead and trade for OBJ out of thirty two yeah. teams? Out of Let's just say teams. out of thirteen, out of thirteen of the thirty two teams, there are thirteen teams that could have made the trade, and not a single one of them did. Yep. I think it's probably closer to 18 to 20. I, it's probably closer up into uh, probably about the 17 I mean, these guys mark, I would agree. Masterminds running their that, space. That could have made that trade, and they didn't. And we're sitting here saying that it's only Baker Mayfield's the Chiefs fault. Could have OBJ that is still good. Chiefs could not have made that trade. They, they have the means to move cap around right now. That is, they've got a little bit of potential, but but they, realistically, the Chiefs would not have been able to make that It's probably not super smart, trade. but they were... If they wanted OBJ enough, they could have gotten him. Well, see, this is where we're at now. So the OBJ has been asked to not practice with the team. So he is at home working out, eating cheese puffs. I don't know what he's doing. Um, probably, probably relaxing, getting his mind right, talking to his agent, working out quite a bit, making sure that he's in shape in case somebody does call him up uh, would be my guess. So he's been asked to not play. The quote from Kevin Stefanski was, OBJ is basically not of our, a part of our team right now. Yep. That was an actual quote from Kevin Stefanski at his presser and today, had- which is uh, Thursday. Um, now, there is n- more news that has broke out about that. There has been an agreement between the NFL and the NFLPA, the Players Association. And, and this is where it gets a little bit tricky. So there has to be an agreement between the player and the club that the player will not play and the club will still pay the player. So if we're looking at a similar situation, let's look at Deshaun. The Houston Texans had said to Deshaun, we don't want you to play. Deshaun said, I don't want to play for you. And they're still going to uphold his contract. So Deshaun Watson and the club had agreed to not allow Deshaun to play and the club would still fulfill their contractual obligations uh, uh, to pay him. So what is happening right now in Cleveland is the Cleveland Browns are saying, OBJ, we do not want you to play for us. Do not come to practice. You will not be allowed to go to games, so on and so forth. And we're still going to pay you. And OBJ is saying, no, I want to play. Yeah. At least allow me to practice and earn my, you know, do do whatever it is, but allow me to practice and go to the games and and possibly be able to get onto the field if if it causes to such. So right now, the Browns are in violation of the NFL and NFLPA contractual agreement. Yeah, because the Browns have to at least let this man practice. They don't have to play him on Sundays, but he has to be involved in team activities. And my, my assumption is, is they don't want him to be involved in TVAC team, team activities, nor go to the games as they feel that he I is mean, potentially a, a cancer in the locker room. He's just a walking uh, distraction at this point. Uh, this, I mean, that, having that, a, That's what the Cleveland organization is showing us. I mean, having a guy that is not going to play every like like saying that he's not going to play sun, on Sundays but he's still practicing and he's still going to team with the activities, ego that he has with the ego that he has having that guy around I mean that's just that's almost like having an opponent on your on your sideline <laughs> it's not and good. it makes I, I mean it's terrible for and like OBJ has a good personality. I mean, I'm assuming that he's friends with a lot of people outside of the organizations yeah. that he's played on. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, he's got the friendship with pretty much everybody that's come out of LSU. I mean, yeah. who knows? Maybe, maybe, just maybe, he would be taking game plan and sharing it with 
fellow uh, teammates. Oh yeah, he might. I, I mean, mean I, he's. I I don't know OBJ, but OBJ's from the, the actions that he's placed out there for us to view over the last six to seven years, that would be an action that I would see him doing. There's also other people that I could see doing that, like Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell. Like OBJ is just. He seems like one of those guys that would just bet against his team and then lose on. Yeah, I could I could see that pull a Pete Rose and start betting. Uh, at least again, Pete, but, well, at least the, Pete Rose bet on himself on, his, on himself to win. That's true. At OBJ, least, I feel like would just would bet, bet on the other team and yeah, throw it. Of course. Of course, he'd, he'd hand out the what? playbook. So that is that is the news right now. So the, the Cleveland Browns have a couple uh, uh, options to make before we wrap this, as we wrap this thing up. They can either allow OBJ, they've got to make the decision to either allow OBJ to come back and be a part of the team during practice and in the facilities working out there, um, all that good stuff, and then be present with the team on the plane, go to the games. He cannot be a healthy scratch as he wants to play. As if he's injured, that's a different thing, but he is a he is a healthy player that wants to play. And so they either have to allow him to come back to the team or they have to eat the contract and cut him. Yep. Which opens up another window of opportunities because we've already seen that nobody's going to make the trade for him because of the contract, which means I don't think anybody's going to go ahead and pick him up off of waivers no. due to the contract. It's it's because, still the same situation. I mean, giving up a seventh rounder or picking him up on waivers, that's not a huge difference if you really believe in Odell for and his sure. ability to turn around his uh, career because the upside's obviously there. It's just... He's, when I, is it gonna? When, it's never. I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's ever gonna get that out of him again. But um, this seems like something that we might end up revisiting in another short. We could uh, because here's the this, question I, I want to pose this, to you before this, we wrap this, this thing feels up. Feels like a, a soap opera from hell. Yeah, that's true. But there's so. a, there's a question as we land this plane that I want to ask you. That Chiefs Kingdom. I'll give Chiefs Kingdom answer at least of what we're seeing so far. The question is: is if Obel, Odell Beckham Jr gets cut by the Cleveland Browns and he makes it through on waivers and he's not claimed, that means that he can get paid whatever amount. It could be vet minimum. It could be anything that's under whatever he's guaranteed so that he can make two paychecks, which is the smart play. Kansas City Chiefs Kingdom, from what I've heard today on the radio from 610, 810 on Facebook and Twitter, says if he clears waivers, the Chiefs need to pick him up. How do you feel about that? For me, that's a big no. Um, where this team is at currently, I think that's uh, an arrogant move. I think bringing him into the locker room and thinking things are going to get fixed is uh, just plain stupidity. Where he's at in his career and what he, what it, what we've seen from him in the media and on the field, I, I just don't see that coming in to this team and making any kind of difference because half of this team's problem is body language, attitude, and just not being able to get back up when they're down. And Which OBJ, we haven't seen from this team in a OBJ does all of those even worse than the Chiefs are doing them now. <laughs> I, so, I would agree. I would agree. I, I think, think, I think it just adds to the problems. I, I would agree. I think that's the main thing. I think, obviously, the ceiling and the talent level are there when he chooses to use them. Um, but the but the negating factors, I think, are, are a lot more. Obviously, if you take away the ego and the issues with the media, and obviously, I'm not saying take away his ego completely. Everybody needs to have an ego if you're out there. But the ego that says, I have to have the limelight on 
me every time whether I'm doing there's, good there's or a line I'm doing bad. between a football ego and a toxic ego. Yes. And and he has obviously crossed that line on multiple different teams on multiple different occasions. And I think uh, the way that would wrap up would be very toxic to this team and la- lead to the imminent downfall uh, worse than we're already seeing. Yeah. I mean, we we got Patrick Mahomes. We have a s- incredibly young superstar quarterback that's having issues right now on the field. Do we really want to bring in a wide receiver that creates issues on a team with a really young quarterback currently? I don't. I don't think that's a smart move at all. I, I I wouldn't agree with the move at all. I would. I would be very disappointed, and I would probably be not only disappointed. I think I'd be very very upset. Yeah, I would. I'd be on that same boat. I'd be very pissed about OBJ <laughs> and Casey. Well, and I wouldn't have said that two years ago. So no, I probably wouldn't. Have. Probably wouldn't even have said that a year ago. But I would have said it last year. But that's me. It's, I saw this. I wouldn't have been pissed. I would have been like, uh, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. Now I'd be like, yeah, I hate you guys for <laughs> for that. Would not be happy. But well, that has been our short. That's a short for the week. Thanks for joining us. Check out the uh, the uh, the preview. We're previewing Thanks. the Packers. Jordan Love versus Patrick Mahomes. This is like the I, I saw a tweet where since the 1970s. The Packers and the Chiefs have had like 15 or 16 different like quarterback matchups. Yeah, it's been disgusting. <laughs> uh, either the Chiefs have been, I mean, the Chiefs have had a different quarterback for almost every single matchup. Yeah, that is so. that is true. Uh, I think this is the first time Patrick Mahomes is playing. The this Chiefs. is the first time uh, the, that he's playing the the Chiefs so, Go check it out. Uh, it'll be up probably when this short is already up. So if you're listening to this, go check it out. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.